This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers, and you know what makes me mad? When insurance companies deny your claim for no good reason. That's why people call me. I'm the lawyer insurance companies don't want to deal with. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. Thanks to Zarar and Sam for holding it down while I was away on vacation, but uh, it's after the All-Star break. I'm back. The Raptors are back. And joining me to discuss this very, very, um, I wouldn't say it was a great game, but it was definitely full of storylines uh, with the Raptors winning 120 to 117 over the San Antonio Spurs is Assad. Quite a theatrical masterpiece tonight, an emotional journey yes, in this definitely. game between the Toronto Raptors and the San Antonio Spurs. William, uh, it's a, a pleasure uh, you having me on today to discuss this game. You're speaking the way Fred Van Vliet was dressed. <laughs> you know, Fred came in with like a Deloitte-type outfit, man. He looked good. But, uh, yo, let's start at the end, all right, because this is DeMar DeRozan's, you know, homecoming. It was very emotional. Um, you know, a very expensive game to go to. People paying thousands to see DeMar DeRozan, even though he played nine years here. Um, and, you know, DeMar gets his tribute video. I mean, everyone's getting tribute video. It was weird, man. I, I mean, like, they, they gave a tribute video to the ACC turning 20 years old. That's, like, did you have to do that tonight? Like, I get this anniversary, but I, I don't know. But it was DeMar's night the whole way, and it honestly looked like the Spurs were going to take it at the end. DeMar had a great assist. Driving kick to Bellinelli to give the Spurs uh, the advantage. And he had the ball in his hands on a very crucial moment. And uh, he turned it over in the most cruel way possible with his best friend, Kyle Lowry, swarming him with a random double team right at half court. And then the guy he got traded for, Kawhi Leonard, who, you know, the team that he played for forever, the Toronto Raptors, decided... You know what? We're, we're cool, Demar. You know, we we thank you for everything, but we want this guy over here, and it's it just happens to be that guy, Kawhi, who takes the ball and then dunks it. And shout out to shout out man. to Vitek Papi who summed it up. It was in true Toronto fashion, yo. Your ex and her new man robbing you in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yo, for real, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> this is like 
I feel so bad for I feel so bad for Demar, but as a Raptors fan, it's just like it, it's it's almost hilarious, you know what I mean? This is like some WWE scripted shit, like you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Kyle Lowry with the steel chair to like I don't know, I did not, I haven't watched wrestling in like ten years, but um, yeah, I it, it's funny because Kawhi wasn't even having that great of a game. Like this is one of Kawhi's <laughs> he had an all awful right. game. Yo. Like, Eight of twenty-three I, shooters. Like, I would love a free pair of New Balance sneakers and all that, but that is not a good look for his first game with New Balance sneakers. Okay. My God, this guy looked out of sorts everywhere. Accountant Assad would never say that. <laughs> Accountant Assad would definitely wear New Balances. <laughs> Yo, I do like the shoe though. It's nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, let's like we could start with Kawhi. I guess. I mean, he looked he looked rusty. Eight of twenty-three shooting, zero of four from three, uh, forcing a lot of his offense. He got to the free throw line. Um, and he was able to use his physicality to sort of put his mark on the game, and he still ended up with a team high twenty five points. But uh, I don't know, man. What's, what's going on? I feel like Kawhi hasn't really looked quite himself for like ten games, and and ten Kawhi this games really far, spans like, like this a month. By far the worst he looked. Like the games leading into the All Star break, he didn't look good. Mm-hmm. I personally like since he came back from like those that rest week he took, the maintenance week, the load ma- management week he took. Mm. I personally, like, he, he had, I think, two 30-point games since in that span after he came back, but they didn't look good. Like, for whatever reason, like, his just rhythm kind of seemed off. He's not blowing by guys as easily. Defensively, he's been passive at times and just kind of getting, Yo. like... Like, he he's had, supposed like, to guard, he he's supposed to guard DeMar. He destroyed by Patty Mills whenever the hell Patty Mills <sighs> wanted to today. Yeah. Like, he got exposed by Patty Mills' leadership. Okay, on all, right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. No, for real though, this game was gonna look real bad on on Kawhi if it wasn't for that game saving steal. Which yeah, was like, really him. It was really Kyle this whole ball. Turnaround jumper. Like yeah, the guy started the game two for thirteen. When when, when Jack said two for thirteen, I was yeah. I was I was like, how? How are you two for thirteen? All of your shots have been at the rim. You think this is like a rhythm thing for him? You know oh, hundred percent. Like at okay. the beginning of the game, he was like, the one thing was this was like a charge game and. Like, the team clearly came out revved up. Mm. Like, you saw that from Lowry's energy. The yeah, Kyle was great. Lowry looked like a completely different player. Like, if this is what playoff Lowry is, like, we'll get to it. Mm. But that was quite promising. But even Kawhi, he started the game, and, like, when he was on the ball, he seemed revved up. He was blown by his guy to get to the basket. Um, and he just seemed to be going faster than he, like, I think was processing things, mm. where he's going too fast for himself. And he, like, the rhythm was just gone. And then he tried to slow it down to try and find rhythm. And then he was just getting confused by the double teams. And he was passing out of the double teams pretty well. I don't think his passing was poor today. He actually did a pretty good yeah. job passing the ball. Spurs double teamed him all night. He didn't really get any assists for his credit. But, like, the ball moved and yeah. he hit the right man. Um, he had one no look in the first half. We got doubled around, like, the mid post. And he looked to the corner and no looked it to Kyle, stepping into a spot at the wing. And then... What that did was it forced the defense to rotate from the corner up, and then Kyle hits Yakum for the corner three. Yo, Pascal. Or no, Danny for the corner three. Also, Pascal. Yo, what's going on with Pascal's Pascal? first corner three. He turned around like Steph Curry. What the hell? <laughs> Steph Curry's the Come on, player. man. Yo, someone, someone on Twitter, I forget who it is. I apologize for stealing this. But, I mean, yo, Pascal was literally Andrew, like Andre Roberson like the first three years of his career, and then he's doing this. Wild. Wild. Um, I just want to take credit because in the very first game Pascal Siakam played, my very first tweet was like, holy crap, we just drafted new KG. But he's way better than Kevin Garnett. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. 
Franchise player, honestly. I mean, Pascal, I would say, was the best Raptor tonight in terms of his overall impact. I mean, honestly, Kawhi had nothing, you know, for the entire first half of the game and really was Pascal who had a nice, a couple nice, like, driving dishes to Kawhi to get him going. Franchise player got his guys going. Yeah. You gotta get your role players involved. Got to get your 3 and D guys involved when the 3 isn't falling, you know what I mean? Yep. Get him some easy buckets at the hoop. Pascal did that. Got him two easy buckets to, mm-hmm. to start the start the third quarter. And then Kawhi was okay. He was It was, was okay-ish. okay-ish. He was he okay-ish. He started 2 of 13. I think he ended uh, 6 of 10 from the floor. Okay. Yeah, Thanks I mean, Pascal. this is the thing. I think, yeah, Kawhi, I do agree. It's a rhythm thing, right? It's not like he forgot how to play basketball. Although today he really – like, the way he looked tonight was, like, a player in preseason. You know what I mean? Like – that kind of like just kind of get your feet wet and like trying to figure out your rhythm timing and everything like that. And I think honestly, like just playing two straight weeks without missing a game would be great just for his rhythm, just for his own personal rhythm. Right. Because like, it wasn't like he was, the Spurs were doing anything completely new to him. Like, yeah, they put padding on him and put a smaller guy to sort of take away his dribble and sort of really body him up. And, and then they sent help. I like, he's seen all that throughout the entire season and he succeeded. It's just, it was weird to see Kawhi do what he did. Luckily, Kyle Lowry really picked it up. I thought, um, you know, like you mentioned, if this is the playoff Kyle we get, this is great because even the stat line is a little bit modest. 17 points, three rebounds, five assists, two steals. Obviously one of the steals, you know, led to the game winning shot. Um, but also I just thought the way Kyle, um, like push the pace and also the way he played defense. I really thought the rest of the Raptors were kind of really sloppy on defense, like Siakam, Kawhi, you know, Danny, Ibaka, and Gasol. Like those are usually very good defenders today that were just really slow and really out of position. Kyle played really good defense and even on the last shot there, uh, you know, he was the one that contested Bertans' shot and then also got back into the play for the rebound. But also, man, <laughs> this game really came down to Kyle Lowry switching out to DeMar DeRozan over and over and over again and then <laughs> stopping him. Like, I feel so bad for DeMar, as if Yo, it's your best friend. Incredible defense. Oh. Like, I, like, DeMar didn't even do anything wrong. Like, DeMar no. got the move off. Yep. His footwork was fine. He got deep. He got deep position. Yep. He got, like, the last one, he was pretty deep into the mid post. And Kyle just swarms you as soon as you turn around and gets right under you. Yep. And has hands in your, like, literal face. You're not even going for the ball. Yep. And it's like, damn, man, Kyle brought his game today. And the thing I noticed, it was right away, it was like off the tip, he just pushed the ball with mm-hmm. so much force. Yep. And he pushed it to go to the rim. He went to the rim a few times tonight. Yep. If not to, like, just finish the play, but just bursting to the rim and then mm-hmm. bringing it back out. And then he had a couple finishes tonight. Like, I think the yeah. one to end the half, or end the half or end the third quarter, third, end third the quarter, third quarter, yeah. where he just yeah, seven seconds left, and he just got himself split the splits. Yeah, split the defense, got to the rim for a layup, and it's like, all right, like that Lowry we haven't seen in a while, and he just had a different zip tonight than I've seen in like probably the last two weeks. You've seen him kind of speed up um, as he's gotten in better shape. I think he also looked in better shape than he has in a while. Usually, the white jerseys can tell if a guy's in shape or not. Mm. Like Marcus, I'm not terribly certain if he's in hey, great man. shape right now. Marcus is meeting that paella. Oh man, I don't know what Serge fed him on how hungry are you coming out next week, but my god, he Yo. was terrible. I don't actually know how the Raptors won this game, to be honest, because I felt like most of the Raptors played terribly. It's really just Kyle and, and Pascal and Danny Green that played just ball. did not guard Jakob Pertl for like three straight possessions and just gave up layups. Yo, there was one play where like, it was, I forgot who, so I think McCaw was stuck in the post against yeah, McCaw, uh, yeah, Rudy Gay. And Gasol just leaves this guy yeah, under like, the basket what, what and just over. 
And I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah, that, that didn't make sense to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the fact, you know, just, I can't get over the fact that, like, DeMar, I mean, like, he really came out in this game. He didn't really have the same approach that he did in San Antonio where he got his first crit triple double. Like, that one, he was out for blood. This one, he was sort of just kind of, like, feeling his way through and was really frustrated and really emotional and things like that. But, like, in the fourth quarter, it, it honestly, I can't believe basketball is this cruel. Like, it's really Kyle Lowry who knows all of his tricks, all of his foul-biting tricks, right? <laughs> knows exactly that he wants to switch onto the point guard and attack through the post, and Kyle just knew exactly what he's going to do. I mean, Kyle won the Raptors this game, period, right? Like, Kawhi had right. some good moments in, in the second half. You know, Pascal had some great moments in between, and Danny Green was red hot from three early on. And Jeremy Lin actually had a really nice uh, fourth quarter there. It, I think he scored nine points to give the Raptors a boost. Um, to keep the Raptors close, but it was really Kyle that, that got the Raptors over the hump, and um, yeah, God bless and Kyle. To be Larry, fair man. to Demar, Demar had a, Demar like coming in. Game. I know in the last couple months, last month, a month and a half has been a little rough for Demar. He's been dealing with a couple injuries. Mm. I think he's been dealing with some knee soreness and something else as well. So he's been in and out of the lineup, yep. and like his shot's been a little off. His speed hasn't been as great. So like I, I was kind of worried that he might just not perform that well this game because of that stuff. So him lacking that same type of aggression and zip from that game, I think, is just kind of carryover from what he's been kind of going through, like health wise, last couple last month or so. But he had a great line tonight, like personally, yeah. like just watching Demar play. He played really pretty efficient. good. And he's efficient. Only took twelve shots. Yeah, and he hit seven of them. It's pretty good. Um, that three sixty layup though, on oh my surge. Oh. Serge owes him a hundred hundred yeah. dollars, man. Definitely. I mean, the, the original bet. I bet you a hundred dollars. <laughs> Demar really, really thinks a hundred dollars is a big amount. I respect. Yo, remember when he? Remember when Demar was like, "Yo, I'll give any of you guys." Yo, Doug Smith, I will give you one hundred dollars if you could if you could guard LeBron. One hundred dollars, one crispy bill. Oh my god, that's 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 even less money than Dante Jones was being paid by LeBron to just shit can a Bismack Biombo. Um. Yeah, I mean, Kyle had a great, it, you know, it's it a great moment by Kyle. Um, I, I mean, let's let's talk about the rest of the players though. Um, yep. I guess we'll start with the positives and move to the negatives. All right. So Jeremy Lin in the fourth quarter scores nine points. Uh, I feel like Lin and Gasol have a little bit of chemistry in terms of just like those two guys know how to operate the pick and roll, and it's just really um, over time. I think I, I don't really permanently like Gasol off the bench. I don't I don't think that's the best use of his skill set. I think his skill set probably works a little bit better with the starters. But if that is the second unit combination, I think that is a dependable source of offense. And, you know, they have to really consolidate on that. Like, n- stop giving the ball to Norm, which, man, Norm looked bad. <laughs> Norm was forcing his shit again. Norm looked bad. I feel like every time Norm gets in a very small role, he doesn't know when his minutes come, he starts forcing his shots. And it's like, dude, no, please. Yeah. It's, it's to the be opposite. Fair, to be fair, I think tonight, like, the guys who played bad, you can kind of just chalk it up to, like, first game back from the All-Star game. Because it was a lot of rhythm stuff that was just kind of off. I don't know, um, man. Powell was going for those contested layups over yeah. two guys again, which is the worst part about Powell's game by far. Yeah. I don't totally agree with you about Jeremy Lin and Gasol having any special chemistry in terms of pick and roll. Like They okay. obviously ran it well. But Jeremy Lin was just as fine. I think he had another four points once Serge came in. They ran that pick and roll to perfection. Mm. I think Jeremy Lin is just really good at pick and roll. Yep. And I was actually really excited watching Jeremy Lin. Like even when he was missing, he would start off 0 for 5. Yeah, he was getting but good shots. The, but his ability to get to the basket and mm. keep his dribble and then make a pass, like the fact that he can pass out of a pick and roll mm. or like make like that one pass he had to Serge where he drove hard to the basket, yep. off the pick and roll, um, Went baseline. circled back, yep. and then hit Serge after the seal, 
with that little pocket bounce pass. Yeah. Like that's that's all you need from your point guard to do. And the yo Fred the, Lee, take note, man. Do that. Yo Fred has tried to do that all year and he's failed. <laughs> Sorry, I flew on the mic. But oh my <laughs> god, Fred. Like I love Fred, but he's just, just like I just don't, he just can't run pick and roll, man. He's just too small. He can't see it the passes, and he just can't make them. So <laughs> like I'm you actually really excited when he comes account. back. I'm just really excited for when uh, Fred comes back for him to be paired with Fred. Uh, with Jeremy Lin, mm-hmm. just because Jeremy Lin can be that on-ball pick-and-roll guy to initiate your bench offense. Yeah, definitely. And then if Fred Van Vliet is catching it off the drive once the kit, uh, paint collapses for catch-and-shoot or to make the ball rotate or to attack a, attack a closing defense or a defense that's in motion, that becomes something that's sustainable on your bench where you can start creating stuff. Because then you're, that, that fourth or fifth guy in that unit becomes just a spot-up shooter, which is kind of what you need out of an OG or a norm, Right? Yeah, no, for sure. And and uh, one of the other bright spots in this game is OG. Um, his shooting is really come around. Um, you know, his shot, he had though, like, you, he, okay, so you think his shot's different because he did have like four threes against Washington. I think he had like 20, 24 points, something like that. And then today he only had nine points, but three or three from deep. Um, and the, and the other attempt was a dunk. So okay, so what, what, do, what are you seeing so different clean. with his shot? So someone pointed out because I knew something was like different because mm-hmm. it just like looked a little it more compact. Way, and way remember, you remember before he'd shoot and then he'd do that little sauce thing where his like arms oh, yeah, yeah. bro his hands right. will come apart like I, I don't know what yeah, that is. That's man. all gone. Like it's just it's just a straight. Yeah. It's just compact, it stays in the box and he shoots it. And I was like, damn, because mm. the shots like usually when OG even makes threes, they don't look clean. No. <laughs> they're like they're hand- like like weird like weird they have a weird arc or they'll bang off the rim and make a weird sound for whatever yeah. reason, like Mil Palacio ass shot. <laughs> okay. Shot <of> Mil Palacio. <laughs> Whoa. A lot of former Dude, he made the rip sound so weird on made shots. Like every one of his made shots sounded like a brick. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, OG shot just looked a little different. I'm mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'd like to watch some footage and see like if I'm, that's what. But it's, that's what it seemed like that it just seemed more compact and tighter. He's, he's learning from Pascal. That's, what, looked, that's how that's how yeah. Pascal improved the shot for real. And it looks repeatable. I was like, that's a that's a nice looking shot. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it'd be great. It'd be a great boost if the Raptors could have OG as a dependable 3D guy. Cause I think defensively, he's been really solid for a couple months now, really. Um, I, I really enjoyed his defense tonight off the bench. Again, a guarding guy like Gay, uh, who, you know, is kind of a tricky cover, to be honest. Really, Gay's pretty skilled. Um, yep. and, and if OG can hit the threes too, that'd be great because, you know, the Raptors all year have struggled with three. I think honestly, the Raptors really were in this game because of the three point shot, especially in early on. Like the offense was not good at all. The Spurs did a really good job of shutting down the paint. Um, the Raptors also did a really good job of missing bunnies, but whatever. Um, the Raptors shot 14 of 30 from deep. They had 12 threes by halftime. Um, so, you know, that was really what carried them early on. The Spurs kind of adjusted and, um, you know, they kind of were more aggressive on the three point line and the Raptors got, more twos in the second half, whatever. But, um, yeah, let's talk about the negatives, though. Um, Gasol. Oh, my God. Bro, this, this, was, this, was, this, tough. Guy this was, was tough to watch. He was, he was still on All-Star break, man. This Look, guy, he had nice assists. around the court. <laughs> Yo, he had nice glamour assists, but otherwise it was an ugly performance from Mark, man. Uh, and a little bit jarring, to be honest, because it's not like the Spurs. I mean, like, Pirtle's a nice player. We, you know, we know, know, all know exactly what Pirtle can do. He's Austrian, Amir Johnson, but, um, <laughs> no, but for real, he's Austrian. That's not even slander. I love yep. Amir. Um, That's legit. But, I mean, Gasol should do a lot better in that matchup. And I thought, honestly, he got outplayed by Pirtle, despite the fact that Gasol had these assists. Um, 
I just, I don't know, man. Physically, he didn't look, um, I mean, I don't know. How long was also bring? Like two, like a week? I didn't even gain that much weight on vacation. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, well, it was like, what it was do you do? week, right? The last game was on Thursday, so it was like eight days at least. It's just the last days. game. I don't, yeah, I know, but I'm assuming, I don't know where he went on vacation. But, oh yeah, well, he was back in Memphis moving. I don't know. I'll give oh, him, okay. I'll give him the game, just like, as in, alright, cool, you're moving stuff. Sure. Cause he just didn't look like he had energy out there to really no, be moving. He like, he just seemed like four steps slow. Yeah. And like, and it wasn't just like he looked four steps slow, like, relative to the other team. It's like he looked four steps slow compared to him last week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he was like battling foul trouble all game because, to be honest, he was out of yeah. position a lot. Oh yeah. And um, like, even like the blocking fouls he was arguing, it was like, man, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're sticking well, your gut out. Like, oh, for real though. That's, a, you're, you're, that's a, that's a Chuck Hayes foul, man. You're fouling him with your stomach. Um, so, I mean, look, we expected a lot better out of Gasol, really. I think yeah. he's, he's shown to be better than this already. And I was waiting for him to sort of turn around. He didn't really turn around. I, Kawhi, we already covered. He turned it around. Um, and, you know, thankfully, Ibaka was there to, you know, shore up the defensive glass, which was an issue for the Raptors in the first half, second half, not so much. Ibaka was a lot better. I think Kawhi was a lot better, too, even though he only had three defensive rebounds. It feels like all three were very important ones. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this whole Ibaka-Gasol thing, like, I, I think they should really rotate based on matchups. And based on just the, on paper today, like, I think Ibaka did a great, great job against uh, LaMarcus. LaMarcus had six points and two of eight shooting. But I think... Generally speaking, like you, know, you should try to rotate the two centers just because I, I do want to see what Gasol, what the starting lineup looks like. I do feel and, like Gasol and was there were transition lineups for. I think they played probably like eight minutes, eight minutes of the starting lineup. Yeah, but it wasn't it was even like, planned. It was just like foul trouble that like you know. No, not really. Just, it was like it was like well, no, well they had the like the, the first eight minute was the first six minutes Ibaka played, then they yeah. subbed him out, put Gasol in, right, and then at the ten minute mark, I think the entire starting lineup subbed out. Right, but that. But I like I I actually like the stretches where it was Gasol with the starters, mm-hmm. um, even though he, like he wasn't finishing well. Like they were able to get At some all. good looks out of it. And the one thing like Gasol's just that the quick passing, the passing is a lot faster with him. Even when yeah. you're having a bad game, yeah. passing is a lot faster. And the biggest thing was there was a starting lineup. Uh, the starting lineup was basically out there, and Kyle Lowry got a catch and shoot three out of it because right. Gasol moved the ball and found him. Exactly, which is something that never and happens. That's Kyle that has to create so much never of offense. Yep. Kyle's either taking a pull-up three. He's not taking any catch-and-shoot threes unless they're, like, in transition. And or off-set plays, plays, like off, like after a yeah. timeout or off a baseline inbound or something like that, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That is true. It'll, it will help Kyle, and I, I think it'll even help Kawhi, too, just because um, as much as Serge has been great, um, you know, Gasol sets a lot bigger screens in terms of <laughs> – I don't know, man. It seems like we're all just, like, subtly somehow dissing Gasol's heft. <laughs> like, you know, he sets massive screens. Like, all right, cool. No, but, like, I think he does make more contact on the screens, and I think it helps. I think Lynn got a couple of drives just off Gasol, creating separation. Um, and same thing with, uh, with Leonard. Um, you know, Leonard came off the screen, I think, in the third quarter there. Gasol wiped his man. You know, the hell had to come. And then uh, Leonard with a quick bounce pass back to Gasol for the dunk. Um, you know, I mean, Gasol still has six assists, so that's nice. But, you know. Also, and that, talking about that pick and roll, that's also something I think the Raptors probably need to go to a little bit more, especially down the clutch. Like, if you're going to give Kawhi the ball and, like, yeah. you're going to center him up like that, right, in the middle, instead of, like, there was that one play, he got the ball in the middle, he drove right on DeMar, mm-hmm. and then Serge was spacing in the corner. So Serge man is helped down, and yeah. you get Serge in open corner three. That's not really that great That's of a shot, a to be shot. honest. No. 
it would be a lot more beneficial. Like you can still set it up the same way, but then have Surge be set a pick, and so then he becomes a roller, yeah. and he has his own roll gravity. So he's still like he's still an offensive threat, and his defender has to stay attached to him. And Kawhi still gets an advantage off the screen and gets to attack it right without the second man coming. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the better way to go about attacking it. Just like watching instead of using. Uh, Gasol, even even if Gasol's in there, instead of using Gasol or Ibaka as spacers in that situation, use them as screeners. Yep. For Kawhi on ball, because I think they'd be more useful, especially if teams are just going to double Kawhi. Because that first half was basically what the playoffs are going to end up looking like. Yeah. Yeah. Which means like the Raptors have to shoot like this. Exactly. In the playoffs as well. Yep. Exactly. And that's what it's going to come down to. All right. Um, I'm running short on time, so let's hand out three stars. I mean, first star has to be Kyle. He's came up with uh, the most important plays. Uh, I've got to say, Kyle, he was dripping too hard. Okay, all right. <laughs> Yo, Jack, he man. was definitely drip. His drip was definitely the hardest. Yeah, are, are you talking about the when he wears a towel like a like a head wrap drip? Is that is that the drip you're talking about? Oh yeah, by the yeah, way, Nick Nurse got ejected from this game. By the way, oh yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. You know, if the Raptors lost this game by like one or two points, and it was because Nick Nurse got his swaggerless ass ejected from the game, I would have been so pissed. Oh yeah, first um, of all, yo, fuck Mark Davis. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Fuck Mark Davis. He is every time I like halfway through the game, I'm like, yo, why is the officiating so bad? And then I was like, oh yeah, Mark Davis, and I was like, yeah, this is bad. And then like two minutes after that, Nick Nurse got ejected for I I don't even know what did he do, really. Like also, was Nick Nurse wearing two suits? Like he looked like he was wearing yo. He was two suits. The Greatest Showman. Yo, for real, like he he had a like a navy blazer underneath, like pants and top, and then he had a gray coat over it. It looked like he was wearing like two an suits. extra from Sherlock, man. Yo, We're not for mysteries real. Yeah. Nurse, yo. <laughs> Shout out Canadian content. Oh, yo, Murdoch Mysteries, man. That show's bad. That show's real bad. It plays at very prominent times on CBC. Um, Kim's Kimmy is better. All right. Yeah, okay, so Kyle's the first star. Who you got for second star? Oh. Uh, second star? <laughs> Uh, not Kawhi didn't play. Ah, Pascal. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it to Pascal. Yeah. He carried the offense for basically the second and third quarter. Yeah. And he got people going. And I think he ended up being a negative ten for the game somehow. Don't terribly know how. Yeah. It all because he was playing with gar- the garbage Kawhi units where Kawhi was just bricking. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, Pascal basically got whatever he wanted at will. Mm-hmm. It seems like like base they kept matching up. He kept getting Davis Bertans on him, and he kept eating him alive. Oh my God. Like my God, Yo. he got Demar in the post. Got a foul on him as well. These teams have like, to stop disrespecting Pascal by putting these random the European, these random European like, power forwards. Like no Ursula Sova, no Davis Bertans, none of this trash. All right, because Pascal's just roasting honestly, these the guys. One thing going. is like Pascal, like early on, it was like, oh, he's getting a lot of his offense like off of Kawhi or off of Lowry in transition. Now it's like, now nah, he's just no. in the half court. You give him an ISO, he's gonna get you a good look. Yeah. Definitely. And it's it's like it is astounding. Also, I think Pascal's got the he's basically like Ditto, where he just sees a player on his team doing something and he just picks up that skill. Nah, Mark Gasol doing team for four four games, Who's four games. Mark Gasol's on the team, and now Pascal's throwing random ass passes from like out of nowhere. Is that of course, that? he had some dimes in the past too, but he had some nicer dimes. Like he had one to Kawhi that mm. he just like lobbed up there. Oh yeah, that was, that was a like, beautiful pass. Uh, I was like, damn, Pascal. <laughs> 
you're right. That's he stole nice. that. He stole that from Kyle, man. I'm telling you, he's Smeargle. Every ten, every ten levels, <laughs> he gets to take a move from somebody. <laughs> That's how fast he's. Yeah. Shout out the Metapod. Rest in peace. Um. So yeah, Pascal number two, and then I'll say number three. It really comes down like there's a couple of options here. I think Serge really deserves some love with 13 points, 15 rebounds. But ultimately, mm-hmm. I feel like Serge also missed some like really wide open looks in the fourth quarter. So I, I don't feel great about that. Danny was really hot early on from three, 17 points, six and nine shooting, five and seven from three. But you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Jeremy Lin was very important in the fourth quarter. All right, he really kept yeah, the Raptors he... afloat. He only had 11 points and four of 11 shooting. First half he was not there. Um, second half, especially in the fourth quarter, he carried the Raptors for a while, and for that reason, I'm giving him a third star. And that's the reason not, why you signed him. Like that, that, yep. that was he, it. He gives like, you sparks. He, that's dynamic scoring that he gave them in that fourth quarter. Whereas, like, you just need somebody who can get a shot off mm-hmm. and can get a good look. And he was just he changed the game. Like he's he yep. was able to get to the rim at will. He was able to get open in the mid range at will. And like sometimes those shots are gonna go in, sometimes they won't. But when they're going in, that gives you a guy that you can like. Kind of throw in there for a couple minutes and be like, yo, get me a bucket. Yep. And, and it's something it's DeLon like, oh, can do. Not, for yeah, real? It's something DeLon points. and even Fred can't really do. Just consistently create off that. And, like, he can actually create in the sense that, like, he can come off the high screen, the defense is sagging back, playing him to drive. He can actually take also, and make those pull-up mid-range He's also just faster jumpers. than those guys. That's, like, he's, like, he's bigger. He, like, he's way bigger yeah. than Fred. He doesn't have to do Fred's, like, oh, I'm going to get in the lane, and then all of a sudden, I'm, I think I'm Kyrie, I'm going to do a spinning lay Jim, and he's Jeremy's got a, like, good, no, and he's got a good, good handle. Like he, had a, yeah. he went, he he did, he did a behind the back crossover mm. into a drive, yeah. and then behind the back pass to surge. Yeah, like that was one combo that, and I was like, damn, that's nice. That's a nice combo to have instead of Fred Van Lee doing a bunch of random dribble moves and his defender that's just standing there like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you're not gaining an advantage. What are you doing? I like Jeremy Lin today. I think he was their yeah. star, to be honest. This is why you get Jeremy Lin to do stuff like this. Um, you know. Anyway, uh, Gerald Henderson, Damar? No, <laughs> no, no, come on, no, no. that's uh, rude. That's Marco rude. Bellinelli, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revenge game. Marco Bellinelli revenge game. My God. Also, shout out to Jack Armstrong, who just always just manages to throw some sort of shade at Marco Bellinelli. <laughs> what did he every say? Game. What did he say? Oh, I. It was, he was saying something, like, I think it was when Bellinelli started the game, he traveled, like, three times. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, he, like, he, he was. The he first was. one that went uncalled, Jack just, like, ripped into it. And, like, this goes back to even when, like, Bellinelli was playing on Charlotte, where Jack was just going at him randomly about, yo, it, like, this guy, he has all the skills, but he just, for whatever reason, he just keeps ending up on losing teams, and guys don't what? pick him up. He keeps bouncing around. You'd think someone with his skills would get picked up, but he just keeps bouncing around. And it's a shame to see it. I'm like, man, damn, Jack really doesn't <laughs> like Marco Bellinelli. Damn. Um, yeah, Marco was good, man. 21 points off the bench, 7 of 15 shooting, 5 of 12 from deep. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to describe a Marco Bellinelli game. He took some awkward leading shots, and he hit them. It's, uh, to be honest, he looked like he was going to hit the game. He was game winning too hard. Shot. He was he not was dripping, dripping too hard, man. He has some bad tattoos. Marco, oh get, get some of those tattoos from Anyway. That's, that's I thought name. he had cupping thing on his shoulder, like the cupping I think, thing. I think it might be, shoulder. man. I think he might be doing the Chinese cupping thing. <laughs> uh, shout out, yeah, shout out Chinese medicine making a comeback. People, people nowadays getting acupuncture for fun. That's not fun, man. It's not fun. Anyway, um, that is for the podcast. Asad, thank you for coming on the show. Where can people find you and your tweets? Uh, that's our lasers on Twitter. Uh, hit me up yeah. if you want to follow. Go ahead. Yeah, tax season coming up. It's all good. 
uh yeah it's basically here so you know get your stuff in yeah uh, get your refunds early if you have them yep that's it fun times yeah but not fun for you though <laughs> ah no it's fun for me too why not all right all right there's a certain okay yeah you, you sound like you're having a time of your life all right man that does it for the podcast uh, i'll be back after the next game Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.